Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Time now for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Sliman Brothers, with five St. Louis area locations to serve you. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and the voice of the Blues. Chris Kerber joins us as he does every Monday. Good win for the Blues on Saturday night in Toronto. Good morning, Kerbs. How are you doing? Randy, doing awesome. How are you? Everything's good. Somebody texted in and said, hey, taking three out of four points from Montreal and Toronto, not exactly how you drew it up, but you'll take it. Yeah, you know what? So far, it's been a pretty doggone good road trip. Uh, I, I think because of the teams you've been playing, you might be a little disappointed in the loss to New Jersey or Definitely the overtime loss to Montreal, but they responded really well and came back. And it was such an awesome hockey game. I mean, in, in every aspect uh, in Toronto, there was speed, there was physicality, there was, I mean, there, there was some great drama, there was good goaltending, there, there was goal scoring. I mean, you, you can still have good goaltending and give up three goals. And, and I thought that it was really just a fun all-around game. And so a great response, I thought, on Saturday night in Toronto. Curbs, given all those things, the points from so many guys on the team, the bounce back, the fact that there was no Vladimir Tarasenko, do you think that game versus Toronto on Saturday was one of the best wins of the season for the Blues? Uh, yeah, I think it probably ranks up there. I, I think what this team has shown is, and, and it's both a positive and maybe a slight negative, is they play to the competition when, when they – when they know that uh, they, they've got to be good, they can be really good. And sometimes they can take their foot off the gas like, like they did in Montreal. And um, I, so, yeah, I, I think it was one of the better wins of the season, without a doubt. Curbs, one of the things we're going to talk about later is that I, I don't know that the Blues are getting the credit locally that they deserve. There's only two teams in the West in the top 10 in goals and goals against. That's the Blues and Calgary. The, the Blues... Power play and penalty kill are both elite. They're both among the best in the league. I, I think we have a tendency, and a lot of this has to do with analytics, to look at the negative for the Blues rather than the positive. Do you agree with that assessment that the Blues are kind of better than we're giving them? A lot of people here in St. Louis are giving them credit for being. Well, I, I think the fact that Colorado has pulled so far ahead kind of distorts a little bit uh, the, the scenario that the St. Louis Blues are in. I mean, in Minnesota, who's played a couple games less, Minnesota won last night, but Dallas lost last night. So, you know, Minnesota sits just one point ahead of the Blues. The Blues are in third in the division, and Minnesota has played two fewer games. But I, I just think the way the standings look is probably what skews that. When you consider where the team is, I mean, there's, there's only two or three other teams in the league that have more points from their forwards. I mean, in the league. Uh, the, the balance, the scoring is so balanced. Like they might have a player, Randy, that's got another 10, 12 points if they if the lines weren't as balanced as they were, and some guys were getting even more ice time. But that just isn't the case. I mean, you look at that game the other night. They scored six goals and had 14 different players pick up points, and that seemed normal. Every single line in that game scored for the St. Louis Blues on Saturday night. So yeah, I, I think it's a little bit skewed. But, but the, the, the other thing, too, is this team doesn't have, and maybe that's not really fair with as well as Tarasenko's been playing, and I know Kyra's up there, but you've got several guys in that, you know, 40 to 45-point range, right? You don't have the 66-point getter like a dry side, like a McDavid. We don't have the 33 goals from a, 
a Chris Kreider or an Austin Matthews. As a matter of fact, the last time the Blues had a player that was in the top 10 in NHL scoring was Vladimir Tarasenko. Hmm. He did it twice, and I think it was like 16-17, and it might have been 14-15 before that. Prior to that, prior to that, the last time the Blues had a player in the top 10 in scoring, you got to go back to ninety or to 2003 with Pavel Dimitra. I mean, think about that. So they, they, they don't have that sexiness of that, that true superstar. They're just a really, really good team. And as Scotty Bowman told Jeremy Rutherford, uh, you know, when, when you look at the Blues and you just see that kind of depth, you know, you know. And then, I mean, DJ uh, Dave King, who, who, you know, coaches the, the Ottawa Senators after the Blues play Senators, that's the deepest team as we've seen in the league. I mean, this team is deep. This team is good. I'm looking forward to them getting, getting through this stretch against some of these weaker teams banking some points, and then let's see where it stacks up as you start to play some tougher competition. Curbs, another strong performance from Villahusa, 34 saves. He improves to 9-1-1 since January 1st. It's a delicate balance between going with the hot hand and finding spots for Jordan Bennington to try to get right again. How do you anticipate Chief handling that playing time? You know what? i got to be honest with you, Michelle. I was thinking about this. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I really have no idea right now because – I think Billy Husso's played well enough. To me, it looked like if, especially if Husso started that Montreal game, I really thought he was going to start the Toronto game. So it, it kind of, it just kind of feels like give Bennington the start in Philadelphia where he got things rolling, you know, a couple of years ago. But if you look at the Blues' schedule right now for the next two weeks, it's extraordinarily favorable. As a matter of fact, for the next two weeks, they've only got four games. They play tomorrow in Philadelphia. They play Friday in Buffalo. They'll play Sunday afternoon in Chicago. Then they go to New York where they, where they have Monday and Tuesday off. They play the Rangers on Wednesday. So between today and, what, next Friday, well, even Saturday, they play Saturday against the, the New York Islanders. There's only four, four games there. If you have a number one goaltender, you can play that goaltender in all four of those games, and you're not even worried about the backup. So, how are they going to play this? I'm not exactly sure. I, I could also see this scenario. They say, Bill, you've done a great job giving us what you need. Maybe Jordan gets a couple of starts. I did this one, and especially since we haven't been able to get around the team here in the last uh, week or so, although uh, I am looking forward. We are traveling to Philly today. So Good. I'm excited about that. Um, I, I, I have no idea how to handicap how they're going to play this one. Because I, me personally, guys, I still believe in Jordan Bennington. I, I, I know he struggled but I still believe they're going to need this guy in a big way in the second half of the season. And Curbs, one thing for certain, when the Blues get into March, March 5th and 6th, they have back-to-backers against the Islanders and New Jersey on the road, and then the 12th and 13th, the following weekend, back-to-back against Nashville and Winnipeg. So like Jake Allen in 2019, they're going to need Bennington, and they're going to need Bennington to play well. Oh, absolutely, Randy. And because, like I said, the schedule for the next two weeks might be extraordinarily favorable. But you're right. Starting the fifth with that game against the New York Islanders, there's back-to-back games. From that point on, they've only got two stretches of hockey in the whole entire month of March where they've got back-to-back days without a game. And then you get into April, and there's only two more. So basically from March 5th until the end of the regular season, the end of the regular season goes until April 29th this year, you only have basically four times where you go back-to-back days without a game. So, you know, to me, you're absolutely right. They're going to need him. They're going to need him to play well. And those points are going to be critical because while it looks good right now because you're sitting just one point out of second in your division, you know, it's just six or seven points is what separates you from falling out of the wild card spot 
and out of the playoffs too. So it's 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 a bit of a grind and a tight race right now. Hey, Curbs, one last thing. When we approached free agency and the, the trade market last year, we were all talking about Landis Scog and we're talking about some other big-time free agents. None of us were talking about trading for Pavel Buchnevich or signing Brandon Saad. Those are the two guys the Blues wound up with. And I'm not so sure that with the salaries that those two are taking home, that the Blues and Doug Armstrong could have done better than he did by getting those two. Would you consider the production they're getting? Absolutely not. I mean, there was just, I, I'm not sure, you know, I, I really like the idea of a Blake Coleman as, as a free agent opportunity, right? But then Calgary gave him six years, which I thought, you know, was uh, was quite a lot. And he's making a higher AAV than both of those guys. Well, that's the point. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I thought he was a, a top line left winger and stuff, but but look at the production that you're getting from both of those guys. It, it Doug Armstrong did a really spectacular job. And look, you got to give, the, the same way that I give Ryan Reeves a bunch of credit and the fact that uh, he became a player that Pittsburgh really won, and that's how you got Sunquist and Clem Costin, I give Sammy Blay a lot of credit, too. You know, Craig Berube coached him up. He turned himself into a heck of a player. He was what the Rangers wanted. The Rangers are playing really well. I know Sammy has been hurt, you know, for a good chunk of the year, but he helped them get off to a really good start, and the Blues turned that into Pavel Buchnevich, who, you know, was a bit of a cap casualty for the New York Rangers. I that Doug Armstrong has done a fantastic job. And that's why so many of these general managers know in the cap era, look, you can add somebody. You might be able to tweak your team a little bit, but you really have to build your team in the offseason and not rely on the trade deadline because cap situations, availability, and the cost of a trade might not be in your favor. So getting that that team built the way he did in the uh, offseason is critical. And if if the Blues have to go into the, the playoffs with this squad, and this squad's healthy, I think I'll take my chances. It's, it's a pretty doggone good team. And I do want to throw out there that luck plays a role here, too. Jeremy Rutherford mentioned last week that after Mike Hoffman signed with Montreal, uh, Jeremy texted him and said, hey, what was the difference? And Hoffman said, well, I went to Montreal for the money. And then hours later, the Blues wound up signing. So it could have been Mike Hoffman, which would have been a completely different scenario. Yeah, and I mean, but how about that? Mike Hoffman, they, I mean, a three-year deal times 4.5. You know, and and he's an older player, mm-hmm. right? Than than Brandon Scott. So I, I just you you put all that in there, and uh, boy, whether it be through the scouting staff, the the whole hockey operation side of it, I mean, this this D- Doug Armstrong, who as you know just passed that 500 win mark, and um, you know is the all time winningest general manager in Blues history. I, I he's done a heck of a job of keeping this team in a competitive window, and it, it hasn't been easy, man. They, like. You got to make some pretty difficult choice. Go back to when you know they decided to, you know that. Well, I mean they made an offer, but David Backus took a different offer to the Boston Bruins, and some other key players left. You traded Patrick Berglund, things like that. Man, those aren't easy decisions to make, and he he's made some tough ones that have really kept this team competitive and good. Yeah, no doubt about it. Curbs, great as always. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned in tomorrow night for the Blues and the Flyers. Have yourself a great day. Yeah, have an awesome week, you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Curbs. That's the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. 
TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.